Welcome back to the Hash Time Show. Today we have a special guest, Miss Gail Bean. You guys probably know her from Pea Valley, of course, and Snowfall. So, Miss Gail Bean, introduce yourself the way you want to so effortlessly. Ooh, um, <laughs> see, you're just so calm. Okay, <laughs> this is my first in-person interview with yeah. a woman. Okay. So, really? it's just a different... Yes. It's like... Okay. A different vibe. It's so okay. nice. Like I had to get dressed up. Yeah. Cause normally I go in like sweats, sneakers, mm -hmm. just it's guys. Yeah. So I dress a little down that way. Mm -hmm. Like they don't try to it's hit on me on anything. Yeah, I get you. Um, but no, thank you. Uh, <laughs> I guess I would like to be introduced as Stone Mountain Zone. Okay. <laughs> Gail Bean. My real last name, which a lot of people don't know, is Mitchell. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, so I usually say hashtag Mitchells are born winners. Yeah. But, um, I saw that on your Instagram. Actress, yeah. writer, producer, Gail Bean mm -hmm. from Stone Mountain, Georgia, out here making a way out of nowhere. All righty now. So where did you get Bean from since Mitchell is your last name? So I was in college and mm -hmm. I don't know. My friends, Seti P and Willie, they used to call everything Bean. Like, pass me that Bean. Okay. Hey, pull that Bean closer to you. Hmm. Hey. Bean. So they kept saying, Gail Bean. They kept calling me Gail Bean. And then they said, change your name on Facebook. And I hmm. did. The power of social media is crazy. Oh, for sure. So I changed my name uh -huh. and it just stuck. Like a lot of people, Bean, Gail Bean, Beanie Baby, like all yeah. types of nickname beans. People don't even know that that's not my last name. Yeah. And then I wanted to keep it when it came to acting because my dad is a coach. He used to play in the NFL. Okay. He's an NFL coach. I kind of didn't want that stigma that I got anything from him. Makes sense. It's like, I, I don't like, now that I am succeeding, I don't think anything's wrong with actually getting something because of who you are. Exactly. Nothing is wrong. But I think as black people, sometimes we have a mental like dysfunction of, yeah. of thinking like we don't want any help mm -hmm. or we don't want to get something because of this. We did it on our own. Mm -hmm. Or if you didn't start from the bottom, then you really ain't make it. Yeah. Bottom. When it's like, no, yeah. <laughs> I'm still here. So exactly. Yeah, For sure. Definitely. So, um, speaking of your past and growing up and everything, did you always see yourself as an actor? Was that always something that you wanted to be since a little girl or no? Um, as a little girl, I wanted to be a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader. Okay. <laughs> I also wanted to be a hairstylist. Okay. I also wanted to be a lawyer. So yeah. it's okay to change your dreams and your goals and your ambitions That's as you mature or as you grow. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until my senior year of high school when I took a drama class mm -hmm. and I was like, I want to do this. Only because I heard cheerleaders got paid like $50 a game. Oh, no. I was like, yeah. So the way oh, my the way my love for money is set up, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't gonna work. Yeah, a game and you sweating and you putting in your dance routine. Girl, I, who can live off of that? Not uh, I. Is it still like that? I don't even know if that was true, but okay, I believe it. I don't know. Like, don't quote us. But, but no, know. I haven't always wanted to be an actress. It was something that came to me, okay. um, and I. I remember after graduating college, it was go to law school or move to LA to mm -hmm. pursue my acting. And I just felt like, no discredit to lawyers, but I felt like I would be a beast in law. Like yeah. law school, a mm -hmm. lawyer, 
I'm the female Johnny Cochran. Okay, now. Like, I, I knew I was, my debate, my tongue game, like, my gift of gab, my commitment to studying and doing all the research and uncovering and knowing things that other people don't know. Right. When I go in, I'm, like, 100%. Mm-hmm. I, I just, now, with acting, I, I put that into my character development. Okay. But I just felt like with law, I could have beasted that. And acting was something more so that... It's not about talent. It ain't about who you know. It's simply about favor. Mm-hmm. And underneath that favor is the different tiers of your talent, the different tiers of who you know, the different tiers okay. of just people rocking with you. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so becoming an actress, do you remember your first audition? Ooh. Like your very first audition when you was like, okay, I'm putting myself out here. I'm about to submit this in. And what was the role, like if you can disclose it? I started with theater. Okay. So I don't remember my very first theater audition, but I do remember my very first film audition. And that was for a SCAD short film. Mm -hmm. So it was a student film. Mm -hmm. It was called Her Story. And it was in person because, you know, it was pre-COVID. Yeah. So we weren't doing self-tapes. We were going in person. It was a long wait. And I felt like I killed it. Yeah. I booked I booked a role on the film. I don't know if it was the actual role I auditioned for, mm-hmm. but I definitely booked a role on the film. And then we ended up using my mom's home as one of yeah. the locations we shot at. Okay. Now it took me like four years to get the uh, actual <laughs> the actual work. So when hmm. you're starting off, mm-hmm. it's like a trade, like trade for photos, trade for work. So okay. they're not paying; it's credit and the work. So you can make. It, oh, use okay. it for your real. Okay. And uh, by the time I got it back, I was already living in LA, like begging for the footage. Like I need to make a real. Yeah. But that was my first audition. I booked it. Were you nervous at all, or were you just like? I was definitely like, nervous. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Because I mean, that's different from theater. It's kind of like okay, I'm going to actual like film, and I got auditioned for yeah. this whole new role. That yeah, definitely. <laughs> I think I just stopped getting nervous when it comes to auditioning. Really? Maybe about 2019. So how long have you actually been auditioning for like bigger roles, auditions for like TV? Since 2015. I say 2015 because we did Unexpected in 2014. It went to the Sundance and Film Festivals 2015. So Mm -hmm. after that, after Hollywood Reporter did that amazing write-up on me and Mm -hmm. everybody really did a lot of press and got behind it and saw the film, it kind of just took off because I hadn't really been in a big room at all when that took off. So I went from, Unexpected was a Mm self-tape. I went from a self-tape being this big independent film and getting Mm -hmm. me this critical acclaim to now I'm in like huge rooms Mm. where I have questions. I don't know if I can ask questions. I don't know if I can talk. Like, I don't know if I can start over. Like Mm -hmm. normally you would, but I'm like, this is a big room though. Right. So how can you transition? Like, is it more personal? Is it just like, okay, to each its own type vibe? (sighs) Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's to, it's, to each his own, definitely. Okay. You have to do what you feel comfortable with. But I think the best advice is just for people to go in the room and not let anyone make them feel small. For sure. Stand out. Mm. Got to stand out in the crowd. Got to. Yeah. But see, standing out is just being yourself. That's true. You don't true. have to do anything and extra. Look, she said something there. Standing out is being yourself. Because if you're trying to be anything else but yourself, it ain't going to work. 
you're just gonna be like everybody else trying and just putting on and putting on a mask faking it until they make it but mm -hmm. if you're your true self you can never go wrong with it and nobody can ever fault you for it they can't say oh you're trying to do this nah that's me yeah that's who i am yeah you're you gonna get it how i am yeah that's just it look that's it <laughs> <laughs> but for sure so how is it how is the competition with the acting industry because we don't really hear anything much about how competitive it is. Like, we see how competitive it is with rappers and mm -hmm. everything else, but we never talk about the acting field. Well, I think it differs for different people. So, for yeah. me, you can't compete where you don't compare. Oh, so, I don't feel look. like there's competition. Okay. Um, it's hard. The industry yeah. is hard, just like life. For sure. So, for me, it's more so after a while... You see, you know, you see people yeah. in passing, you don't know them. Mm -hmm. And after a while, the circle gets smaller mm -hmm. and you start to be in rooms with them. Mm -hmm. And then after a while, y'all start to have mutual friends. And then after mm -hmm. a while, they probably become your friend. Okay. So it's not, I wouldn't say it's competition. I would just say you start to find your niche of your peers who you, I saw people's work, right? Mm -hmm. And then next thing you know, I would see the people whose work I admired on TV, Right. In the audition room, in the waiting area with uh -huh. me. And the next thing you know, we're both going back for like, we're the select few who may have made it to callbacks mm -hmm. or chemistry tests. Yeah. And then at some point, it may be a person who I'm in a scene with. Okay. So it just gets the pool of who is, I wouldn't say competition, but who is your peers mm. gets smaller. And I think another thing too with this industry is people have to be mindful of what they do call it and see it like mm. their perception or their comprehension of the other person that's in the room with them. Because okay. I'm pretty sure there's other people who they look at me as competition. For sure. Yeah. And <laughs> why? <laughs> like... so, you don't, so you don't feel like people should have that type of mindset like i know some people use competition as their motivator so yeah whatever works best for them okay. is probably because for me like i'm competitive as in i with myself like i want to do better Maybe, like yeah. my 2023 better be way better than my 2022 i feel you so that's like more my competition but when it's like people who were both going for the same part mm -hmm. I don't really see this competition. It either was for me or it wasn't. I feel you. So, but I believe in that wholeheartedly. So yeah. to me, I'm not like bitter or trying to out act a person, even with a scene partner, trying to act out them in a scene. Like a lot of my write-ups, they, they call me like the scene stealer. Yeah. And to me, it's kind of <laughs> like a negative connotation. I know they don't mean I it mean, like that. Really. They feel, they, they're saying it as, like, oh, when I'm on camera, yeah. like, all the attention is, you're drawn to me, yeah. which is great. Thank you. Yeah. But I guess because when I did start taking acting classes, mm -hmm. teachers did, like, put me up against other students or say, like, look at Gail. Gail did this and Gail. Mm -hmm. So, to me, I don't like that. That competition make me, it makes others alienate me. It does. So, yeah. I don't really, I don't really do the whole competitive competition thing because, like, just with that alone, it didn't, you know, sometimes the, the favor, I have favor and I'm aware of that. Yeah. And favor isn't fair. So when other people acknowledge my favor, mm -hmm. sometimes it can make people who I rock with or people who I think are cool or my friends have some issues. I feel like competition builds hatred. In yes. A sense. 
Because they're looking at you like, oh, well, you think you're this and you think you're that. Well, you're really, you know how they go. I mean, they think because they may be a little bit more skillful and they may have a little bit more knowledge. I mean, nothing's wrong with that. At the end of the day, it really should just motivate you to be better, to strive to get as much as you can for yourself. So that way you can be more confident in yourself, Mm -hmm, I would mm -hmm. say, instead of being knocked down when you see somebody doing better than you. Correct. Because when I see somebody above me, I'm motivated. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm like, okay, that's inspiration. Yeah. Because that person is literally doing whatever it takes. They're building themselves up to be where they are. So I can't be mad at you for that. I have to do the same thing. You get me? I have to build myself up just like you had to build yourself up. So at the end of the day. you get to that point? Because there's some people who, when they see folks doing better, you have Two, two sets of people. Yeah. You have a person that they see someone doing better, they're upset, they're angry, they don't like them. Mm-hmm. And then you have someone who, what they can say or do whatever to tear them down. You have someone like yourself who yeah. sees someone doing better or achieving, succeeding. Not even a such thing as better. They could be in a whole different lane. Sure. But it motivates you. It yeah. encourages you. It ignites you. So what got you to that point? Because there are a lot of people who I feel... They're not there mentally, emotionally. Mm -hmm. They're not there. I honestly feel like because I came from nothing, Mm -hmm. excuse me, because I came from nothing, I really wholeheartedly believe that it takes you. Mm. It takes you to put in that effort. It takes you to put in that hard work. It takes you to stand out to say, hey, this is what I'm going to be, and I'm going to pursue it no matter what it takes. So when I see other people where they want to be i understand it took sweat it took pain yeah. it took crying at night it took having anger it took yeah. being stressed out 24 <laughs> 7 like it took so much to get to where they yes. are and just because i see them successful now just because i see them happy and you know just living their life the way they wanted to live it does not eliminate the fact that they had to go through so much to get there Correct. so that's what i understand i understand that whatever you do it, take, it takes hard work behind it. It's yeah. not just going to come overnight. I don't care if you do have connections. You still have to work for what you have no matter what it is, how you get it, how it comes about. And that's, I mean, that's just how I see it. That's why I don't really, I don't fault anybody. I don't look down on anybody that's better, that's doing, you know, their thing. They're in their own lane. I'm in mine. The mm-hmm. only thing I can focus on is me. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Better at me, doing what I got to do for me. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, if more people had that mindset. <laughs> life would be so much better, but you know we have to have the good and the bad in life. That's You're right, balance. Got to. You mm-hmm. have to. So uh, when you're doing different roles, right, mm-hmm. do you feel like they're alter egos in a sense when you have different roles you're playing? Because I know it's kind of like a whole shift in personality sometimes. Yeah. Does um, it feel like an alter ego? <laughs> Not every single character. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. So I currently play roulette yeah. on P Valley, and mm-hmm. I feel like roulette is my alter ego. Yeah, she's also really me. Yeah, for <laughs> um, sure. When I was 18, mm-hmm. so minus minus being naked in the strip club. Yeah. Um, but with e- with each character, I try to find something that I relate to wholeheartedly. Right. Or I put a piece of me in that character. With Wanda, I made her fun, relatable, full of life. So even when she was on drugs, she still had that. She was always up. It was a good time. My thing of Wanda, like when I said a piece of me, I knew I have a good time. I'm a good time. Yeah. Like not to do my own horn. Yeah. But baby, I'm a good time. (laughs) So I I gave that to her. Mm -hmm. With Roulette, 
I'm I'm a Sagittarius. I'm very mm-hmm. fire. Yeah. I'm very like I used to be a fighter. Yeah. Like I have five older brothers, so the back and forth, the arguing, mm-hmm. all of that, I never really did that. It right. was like boys don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I gave her that quick, that fiery mm-hmm. spirit, um, that really not falling for nothing or taking no mess, yeah. not trusting anybody. Mm-hmm. Um with with each character, with Rashida from Insecure, I gave her the unapologetically me. Yeah. Like I am who I am and I'm gonna walk in that. I'm gonna own my truth and and be proud about it right for sure so it just it just varies now i did have to i played nadine on atlanta Mm -hmm. i hadn't done no drugs before no edibles no none of that so when i don't pull for myself i can still pull from like people that i know Mm -hmm. who make smoke or you know um with unexpected my best friend she was pregnant she was a teen mom so Mm -hmm. i was there beside her during that to see that whole journey Mm -hmm. so what i don't pull for myself is still for myself because it's from portions of my life right okay so being an actor does it feel like you have to switch it on and off like in your personal regular life like do you catch yourself in actor mode in your personal life like when you're just around family and friends in my personal life no they don't even allow me to be (laughs) (laughs) they are so listen to them i'm gail mitchell Okay. So no, they, no. they no, they still gonna talk their trash. Mm-hmm. They still they don't care. For sure, they do not Look, care. Which gonna be the realest for real. But that's what keeps me humble, and I think it's refreshing. Yeah. Because if anything, in my professional life, I have a lot of my personal come mm-hmm. over. So who I am when it comes to being down to earth, being you know mm-hmm. very personable. Okay. That I allow to switch over into my professional career. There's some people who, when they get in professional mode, it's don't talk to me. Yeah, I'm here. I'm in this space, like, mm-hmm. which is very understandable, right? Because some sometimes with people, in order to drop in, you it takes you some time. You have a routine. You have a method. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no. And so, how does it feel like when you look back over? any TV show or movie that you played in, like how does it feel when you go back to watch it and see yourself acting? Like, do you criticize yourself or do you just look at it in the moment? (laughs) You do? I criticize, you know, it's crazy. I watch TV as just an audience member, Mm -hmm. except for when it's myself. Mm -hmm. I watch everybody else in all the shows I'm in. I watch their acting as just a fan. But then I'm watching me like, oh, I could have, Mm, yeah. uh, oh man, I had a better take. Yeah. Oh, this is the one they chose to use. So I'm very yeah. critical of myself. Okay. And how do you balance just, I don't know, seeing that and not letting it get to you? Because I know you're like, well, dang, I could have, I could have, I could have. So how do you, how do you balance not really sticking on that and just letting it be? Like, do you? I think I just don't be caring. I mean, like, it's, I it's, I care in a sense of I wish I could have done better, but yeah. for me, it had, I'm very like solution oriented. Mm-hmm. So I don't dwell on the problem. I'm like, dang, okay, well, I can't, I can't do nothing about it. So That's just true. next it's time, next time I have something, let me make sure I go deeper or right. I have more specificity or I make sure I research this mm-hmm. and I see how to apply it like moving forward, but I don't harbor sense. on like, I see it, and I'm like, dang, I, I notate it. Right. But I'm not, like, stuck in it. 
and then you just know it. You know what to do for next time, basically. Yeah. I'm like, like okay, I'll make sure I got this. I'll make sure I got that for next time. And then there's times where people, I feel like I know I must be hard on myself mm-hmm. because there'll be things that cross my mind. Mm-hmm. And when I interact with other people, they're like, no, what? Yeah. No, you did great. I mean, we are our big, biggest critics. Like, seriously, like, we can be the hardest on ourselves yes. more than anybody else can. And that's like something we got to balance. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes we can. We can tear ourselves down in a sense. Yeah. And, you know, we don't want to get to that standpoint of where we're just like, you know what? I just know this, this <laughs> is what I like, you know? Yeah. But at the end of the day, like, I'm glad you learned from it. Um, Thank you. And you just keep going and you keep producing. You keep giving your best shot. You know what I mean? No Thank matter you. what. And speaking of which, like, for different roles now, everybody has their opinions mm-hmm. when it comes down to different characters mm-hmm. and everything. So how do you balance all of the opinions, like, especially in P-Valley? So how do you balance those, that commentary, basically, for your character? Listen, growth and maturity <laughs> will do you some justice because yeah. I know, I now understand that timing is everything. Because yeah. had I gotten this role when it was first presented mm-hmm. um i wouldn't have been ready okay. had i achieved success when i lived in atlanta i wouldn't have been ready i would not have been able to not respond to some of the comments or yeah. not clap back at people or not prove myself um what helped you get to that point though I'm real. I'm real like religious, spiritual. Okay. I don't know what words people use in our days, but uh, whatever. whatever. I believe in God and the ancestors, yeah, and yeah. trust me, they helped me because it, it was not me. Yeah, I definitely have <laughs> matured a lot, and yeah. it's only all credit to God and the ancestors because sure. yeah, I'm just I wouldn't have been prepared. I wouldn't have handled mm-hmm. it. My career would have been over immediately. Yeah, yeah, because a lot of people can't see past oh, this is just a character. This isn't the individual. Yeah. And a lot of people go blind because they think, oh, we correlate TV shows and movies with reality, mm-hmm. but that's not reality. Like, they're literally going by a script. Like, they're playing someone else and it's not them. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was wondering. I was like, dang, I know a lot of people, they just dig, 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 dig yeah. into characters. And it's just like, people feel real emotions behind There's characters. a lot of thought you also have to put into... When you step into any industry, any yeah. forefront to where you're at a widespread amongst people from, if I'm pretty sure with Obama and the president, yeah. they had to like really move consciously. Mm-hmm. So as an actress and playing different characters, I have to move consciously. Like I know right now I'm playing a stripper on TV. Yeah. So with a lot of my looks, when I go out, I make sure that it's the opposite of something that's really risque or mm-hmm. very, um, you know. Yeah. I, I try to make sure I don't give that. So that okay. way people don't approach me. In that manner, yeah. As if that's that's what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, so being mindful and combating, like, I did a, um, I was on a podcast one time and they offered me a Capri Sign. And I was like, mm-hmm. no, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. But I'm not going to drink that on here because I know as soon as I put the straw in my mouth, it's yeah. gonna, the comment's going to go crazy. For so sure. just being mindful of, because when you're, when you haven't grown and mature, you can't even your head even not on your head isn't even on a swivel to be aware of all the different things that could come at you that mm-hmm. could disturb your spirit and have yeah. you reacting. For sure. 
like there's a lot of celebrities that clap back on social media yeah. and they may, they may not even be social media type of people but people will say stuff that offends you and yeah. disturbs you and then you want to like defend yourself right so i i'm now at a place of peace where i feel like whatever I don't even talk. respond to some stuff yeah. all the time. Sometimes I'll be like, oh, I got time today. <laughs> Just to like, <laughs> I'm bored. You express your feelings sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Somebody deserves a little clap back here yeah. and there. You somebody thought they could try it. They thought. They thought, but they <laughs> turn that around real quick. Yes. Turn it around real quick. <laughs> so in choosing roles, mm -hmm. is there like a certain thing you look for when you go audition for certain roles? Or do you just pretty much just go with whatever so between auditioning and booking i'm accepting a role like yeah, an offer yeah. i'll audition for anything okay that way i can be seen by the cast and director mm -hmm. or the producers or the writers it's just an, an opportunity to show my work i audition for everything mm -hmm. um i don't accept everything okay i will not play a slave role Okay. That's just not a narrative I want to perpetuate. And everybody has their preferences. Some people yeah. don't play gay. Some people don't play nudity. Yeah. For me, excuse me, mm -hmm. for me, I don't want to play a slave role. Okay. Um, when it comes to accepting a role, my three things are, is the script good? It has to be two of the three. It only mm -hmm. got to check out two. Okay. Is the script good? Are there people involved I would like to work with, I aspire to work with? Mm -hmm. Is the money good? Right. So it may not be people attached to it that I want to work with, mm -hmm. but if the script is good and the money is good, I'll do it. Okay. The script may not be the best, but I can go and bring what I have to offer and elevate it in any way I can. Yeah. And there may be people I want to work with. So this is going to be fun. Right. And then it's a good little bag. Yeah. You know, okay. then it may not be a, the best bag, mm -hmm. but the script may be phenomenal. Mm -hmm. The people involved are like top tier uh -huh. and it could go on and do numbers because maybe the money not there, but it's going to go on and win awards, which okay. will bring more projects. Right. So it has to check two of those three boxes. Okay. And do you feel like you choose like more meaningful roles when you, when you have that acceptance, like does the message behind it matter to you? Like the message behind any role that you play or any film, like does the the background message matter to you? Yes and no. Mm -hmm. So there's some things where there's a message and it may be a drama. Okay. And then there's some projects where it's the comedy and I just want to feel good and I want people to be able to feel good. For sure. It may not even have a message, but it's like this gives people uh, relief yeah. from the real world or from whatever state they're, the heaviness that they're carrying. Mm -hmm. So it just varies. Um, but yeah. Yeah. So you said you won't play a slave role. So is it necessarily a reason behind that? Like, why do you feel like you wouldn't want to play a slave role? I just feel like those projects are regressive. Um, yeah. That's probably like the most plainest way I could put it. Yeah. I believe that they kind of set us back. And not set us back as black folks, but I feel like mm. it perpetuates something to people who are not black. Yes. By constantly putting that image out. Exactly. Um, which then affects us. Right, it does. Indirectly, but directly. Mm -hmm. So that's just not a storyline I want to perpetuate. I don't yes. want to have any involvement in that. But yeah. salute to everybody that does play it. They, right. they make a kill and they do great. I'm sure their bag is nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when it comes down to... Um, relationships mm -hmm. 
do you feel like people may think that oh, she's just putting on because she's an actor, she's specializing in this? <laughs> like, do you feel like in the back of their head, they're kind of like, I can't trust her. She's a good actress. She probably playing me at the end yes. of the day. You get what I mean? Yes, I've met plenty that? of guys that are like, oh, you're an actress. So <laughs> that's exactly what they say. Yeah. I can't trust you. Or you're lying. You're acting in this relationship. Yeah. Um, the people that I actually decide today, mm-hmm. they know what's up. Okay, they know they know what's going on. Okay, I hear you. Um, yeah, no, it's rare that I even like a person. So if I choose to date someone, why is that? I don't know. You know, guys, you're so weird. Oh, I mean, I get it. I mean, times have changed. Like, it's things are different. Men are different. Dating. I I always value friendship more than. The relation, like mm. to me, a relationship is when two people relate. Right. So, and then I have five brothers, so it was a, it was an issue dating. I can definitely so, feel you on that. I got comfortable got with just not back, having a boyfriend. Yeah, you got <laughs> like, the the grit, like behind closed yeah. doors, what mm-hmm. men really think and how boys really think. So I yes. definitely feel you on that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I understand where you're coming from because. Yeah. So I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm more like, let's be platonic friends. We don't even have to do all that. <laughs> yeah. And I one time I was in a relationship and I I don't know where this came from, mm-hmm. but I had a mindset that a guy was going to cheat anyway. So I was like, I'm not having sex with him. We don't have to have sex because you're going to cheat anyway. Yeah. So we don't even got to do it. <laughs> so I don't know. Oh, yeah. I don't oh, yeah. know what that was like. That was retarded to me. But, um, really? Why do you think so? Well, first of all, what brought you to just have that type of mindset? Like just one day uh, I, I quit. Like... And I'm not giving it up anymore. So I got y'all... cheated on, and we was okay. We were we were sexually active, mm-hmm. and it was great. Yeah. So on both parts, like it wasn't that that person's sex was great to me. Like yeah. I know I was great. Yeah. Um, but he still cheated. Like everything was great, but sometimes people just do stuff because they they He's can or they want to or or they ain't ready or they need to figure things out. Yeah. Or it could be oh, immaturity and a plethora of things. You have no idea. Why a person cheats. So I don't even yeah. wrap my mind around the why. The why, yeah. It was that it happened. Right. So after that, I was like, oh, yeah. So I got, so this is, this. you could be the best girlfriend and you going to cheat? So I was like, well, if Holly Berry get cheated on, nah, I'm good. No, <laughs> no. Yeah, a lot of people still, yeah. Yeah, okay, so. That, that's the thing. So I definitely. But then I matured. Yeah. And I realize a man gonna do what they want to do. They are. But they also know the opportunity cost. So you just have to yeah. make sure that's understood. Right. So you're no longer on that vibe like Oh, um, we had we active. Okay. Active. <laughs> we, we active. Okay. We we got out of the pause stage. Yes. <laughs> we active. We back and lit again. <laughs> Pretty much we back and lit again. Mm-hmm. But nah, seriously, um when it comes down to up and coming um actors and people who want to pursue the acting field, mm-hmm. what advice would you give them? For up-and-coming actors and artists who want to pursue the industry, mm-hmm. you got to be dedicated. I feel you. Yeah. Like, there's a, like, life hack. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of lazy people in the world. Right. In the world. Yes. yes. So, if you just put a little bit of effort, you you halfway past all those people. Mm-hmm. You show up every time. You read. You do your research. Mm-hmm. You... 
it's not about parties. It's not about like you got to go everywhere. You got to be seen all the time. Mm -hmm. It's really about what you do in your alone time when nobody is watching. Learn your lines. Read the script. Be off book. Show up on time. Mm -hmm. um, have a good attitude. This industry is very word of mouth. Yeah. Like very word of mouth. And you can walk in and be the best actress, best, best actor. Mm -hmm. Are you somebody that people want to work with? That's true. Are you someone that people can be around on set for? P-Valley, we have like 18-hour days, 20-hour yeah. days. Sheesh. Are you someone that people want to be around for 20 hours? Right. And can you handle that? Can you handle it? Yeah. Are you... So in the beginning of my career, I was auditioning, booking, doing... Well, not booking. <laughs> auditioning. Yeah. Um, doing great, though. And they would say, she's great. She's talented. And I didn't understand, like... If I'm great, I'm talented. I'm F being great and talented. Like, book me. Right. Like, book me. Yeah. If you and see your potential, why? It's a thing of they want you to keep coming in. Mm -hmm. They want to make sure that you didn't just prepare for that audition because okay. these casting directors, their reputation is on the line. Yeah. If somebody, they book these people on a show and the show is not good, mm -hmm. they're not going to say, oh, that one actor isn't good. They're like, who cast this? This is terrible. The show is terrible. They get blamed for everything. Yes. Okay. So if you go to the set and you're like kind of crazy mm -hmm. and you like nut up and you're like super diva. Yeah. That's that's a blowback on them. So they bring the person in multiple times. It's mm -hmm. more like a hazing. Okay. Like just to see. It's a breakdown to build you up. Mm -hmm. Are you ready for a series right. regular role? Are you ready to be on set five days a week? Are you ready for 12 hour days, five days a week? Are you ready to be around someone mm -hmm. <laughs> for six months? Yeah. Could you do this? That takes that takes some effort and some yeah. patience and consistency and literally like this is what I want to do for real. Like yeah. that takes that type of drive, like that passion. So literally to be an actor or an actress, you have to have that drive within. Like it mm -hmm. has to be something that you really, really want to do and see yourself doing. That's crazy. And you got to check your ego and entitlement at the door. If, if you are a person that has a big ego mm -hmm. where you feel entitled, this industry will eat you alive because it'll jab at your ego and jab and yeah. jab. And next thing you know, you like... Down bad doing drugs or like trying to kill yourself mm -mm. because you've allowed this industry to, to literally suck down. the life out of you. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. A lot of people aren't mentally capable of a doing lot. that. And I noticed that like a lot of, even when you see it on social media, like artists and everything, they let things get to them and they respond to certain things. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like, well, now you've shown people what bothers you. Yeah. So guess what? They're going to bother it. you more yeah. because you've shown them, okay, this is getting to where, oh, it's working. Let's go harder. Yeah. Like, I, I just don't understand that part. Why set yourself up for people to see what makes you weak mm -hmm. and then feed off of it? A lot of people aren't mentally prepared for success at any level. Yeah. Or mentally and emotionally prepared for interactions of, with a lot of people. Because like we were talking earlier, yeah. that's a lot of energies. It is. That's a lot of souls. That's a lot of... It's very... Um, I can't even think of the word, but it, it draws. Yeah, it's me. very draining. Yeah. It's very draining. Mm -hmm. So like a prayer I pray to my ancestors and God all the time is replenish me. Yes. Because 
this is draining. It is. But in order to go be at an event, we could go somewhere. It may take me to go from where you're sitting to the door. It might take me 30 minutes because there's different people want to come up, speak, hold a conversation, right. take a picture. It will literally take me 30 minutes. Like my best friend Tia is like, it takes you an hour to get out the door from a, from a venue to leave. So you really have to be prepared for everything. You have to be prepared. And then I'm the type of person, I'm never going to say no. Yeah. So someone with me, a part of my team, has to be like, okay, that's it. That's the last picture. Right. Cause, yeah. Or grab my hand. Come on, we going. Because you don't want to feel like yeah, you're the, I don't you're the do, mean I one. You that know person. Because I mean? then they're going to be like, oh, well, she was like this. And she, yeah. Always good to have somebody Girl. else do the dirty work for you. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's what my smart. manager told me a lot, very yeah. early on. She mm -hmm. said, no, you don't say no. Let right. me be the one to say no. Yeah. That way you just tell running. me if you want to. So when I'm like, I'm ready to go. Yeah. Because like, <laughs> uh -huh, uh -huh. they'll talk. There will be a line and mm -hmm. people will sit there and talk to you as if nobody else is there for an hour, for people 30 minutes. They feel like, oh, it's me and you. Really, yeah. Literally in a room by ourselves. Yeah. Like, oh, I got, I have Gil being like right here. Like, yeah. this is our moment. Everybody feels like it's their moment. Yes. So, yeah, I can definitely see why you say that. You mm -hmm. definitely need that person to kind of, like, pull you and be like, look, I'm ready to go. I'm so yeah. tired of talking to people So right tired. Now. Feet hurt. <laughs> so tired. Arms sweating. <laughs> like, get me up out of here. Ready to eat because you're hungry. <laughs> so like, all hungry. kind of stuff. Oh. All kind of stuff. Lord have mercy. Oh, I miss so many meals. Lord Jesus. Really? Yes. No, I like food. I, I love like food. Eat. I love food. And I don't begin to eat. Oh, I love food. What's your favorite food? Seafood. I love seafood too. Mm -hmm. I ain't gonna lie. I love some seafood. I crab leg you to death. Girl. Honestly. <laughs> I crab leg a person to death. But yeah, um, overall, you guys, I hope you take heed to everything that Gail Bean has told you, her advice on what you need to do if you're an upcoming actor or actress trying to pursue that career field. Make sure you stay in tune with mm -hmm. your mental health, stay sharp. Don't worry about everybody else. Worry about you and your improvements. Focus on you and your dreams and where you want to be in the future. Mm -hmm. Nobody else can make that for you but you. You put in that hard work, that dedication, you'll get to where you need to be. It may take some time now. I'm not saying it's going to happen tomorrow. I'm not saying it's going to happen five months from now or a year. It may take longer than that. Who knows? Or it may be shorter. But you just have to remain patient with yourself. Keep going. Keep thriving. Find outlets, find outlets mm -hmm. to put your anger, your stressors, put it somewhere else and keep going. That's just a cycle of life. So, Gail, you can shout out your Instagram or your social media so they can know where to find you. On Instagram, I'm Gail, G-A-I-L underscore underscore Bean, B-E-A-N. And Twitter, I'm Gail underscore Bean. All things, you type in Gail Bean, you'll find me. For sure. Gail <laughs> Bean, that's all you need to know. You'll find her. And P-Valley and Snowfall. All right. Make sure y'all watch P-Valley Snowfall. Make sure y'all tune in. She will be there. Go check her out. She is an amazing, amazing actress for Thank sure. You. So check her out, guys. We'll see you next time. Peace out. <laughs> Thank you. No this was nice. <laughs> yeah, I love